It's your girl, Shekilola Salami, and it's the Shekilola Salami Show, a virtual cafe um, podcast or cafe, a podcast that's in a virtual cafe. I should try to be more serious, more, you know, more of the time. Um, but yeah, seriously, being a parent, it means you have baby brain all the time. And I keep saying this and I think everyone's tired of me saying it, but never mind. Um, we're in the favorite time of year. It's winter. It gets dark quick. You know, you come home and you just snuggle up under a nice duvet with hot chocolate and watch lots of Christmas programs. What could be better, eh? Anywho, who have I got here with me today? Hi, it's Matt Maloof. I'm a part-time real estate investor and a author, entrepreneur. I work in traffic management as my day job and just have a lot of fun side hustle. Uh, enjoy writing and helping people and uh, sharing stories of action, travel, adventure, and investing. Um, and uh, whatever stories that might come about. Um, yeah, if I can get just a, a black coffee and you know, we can hang out. Fabulous. You're very, very easy. You're very, you're very easy to please. Black coffee. I can do that. You know, we don't even need my futuristic. We don't need my futuristic cafe to whoop up something. <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm simple, straightforward. And, you know, I, I love just regular black coffee. I've traveled uh, all over uh, coffee plantations and seen how everything is done and just appreciate the simple pleasure of a, a nice, well-brewed, excellent cup of coffee. In good company. Fabulous, fabulous. See, I like to talk for England, so it's nice to see someone else who just who likes to talk just as much as I do. And uh, you know, you run for your money. <laughs> <laughs> see now, right? You know, obviously, whilst you know I'm here and I'm serving people drinks and stuff, you know, people come and they say something, and you know, we think, oh yes, you know, probably this would be a nice topic. But then you say something that completely just piques my interest, right? And so this is totally random. Right, but then okay. I guess that's the beauty of a virtual cafe. You can talk about anything and everything. Um, real estate investment, because only the other day, right? And I seem to always go to someone, oh, but only the other day I was having a conversation. I seem to always be having a conversation about something. Anywho, so only the other day I was having a conversation with my friend, and you know, he's older, and I was like, you know what? That's the whole point of me having older friends so that I can tap in from your wealth of knowledge. And we were talking about, you know, different um investment opportunities and he was talking to me about property um investment and then voila you're a property investor there you go so what 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 would you give you know us normal people that haven't got a clue about investment how to do property investment uh you know it's don't overcomplicate it it's uh it's pretty i don't want to say simple but it's, it's a pretty straightforward investment um you know there's hundred ways out there to make money. There's probably 10,000 ways to lose money. So, um, yeah, there's a ton of videos on YouTube. There's a ton of wonderful podcasts. There's a lot of Matt, great Matt, Matt, yes. this is yeah. where I'm going to use my mommy voice in you. Okay. Now. We want your word. We want insider info. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I, a lot of uh, inside info as far as, you know, I've made so many mistakes. You know, I get out there like a good uh, footballer. You yeah. know, you got to get out there and move your feet. Find what interests you. Uh, get, get out there and know a local property. Um, you can start with your neighborhood. And you don't necessarily have to actually invest there to start. But just think, if I were an investor and I did want to invest, what, uh, 
you know, what would I want to do? Would I want to be a landlord? Would I want to fix and flip something around here? Uh, would I want to hold a note or carry like a mortgage or paperback on the property? And, you know, that all just depends on what you want to do. But my insider tip is going to be to do a term analysis on, the, on the, whatever it is that you want to do for, for property investing. Uh, term analysis is something that, that I had uh, come up with a few years back to sort of focus me in. I got a lot of, say, ADHD, and I'm kind of all over the place many times. So I needed something to just dial me in and focus me in on what works for me and what works for my family and what works for my lifestyle. And so term is basically your time, your effort, your resources, and your money. And to go through a kind of very specific set of questions and things, and, and uh, could be more loosely, to, to go through and analyze, you know, how much time do I have to put into this project to, to uh, put into property investing, let's say. Um, you know, do you, do you work part-time? Do you work full-time? Is this a full-time gig? Do you have previous experience with it? You know, put a, a, a number to it five hours a week that I have to put into this venture. Now you have your time set up. Uh, and how much effort can you put in as far as uh, energy and how much you're willing to run around to go look at properties? Uh, can you only look at them online? Uh, can you go and drive around neighborhoods and go do that? And, and that kind of physical effort you can put into something. Uh, how many resources do you have? And resources is a huge, huge set as far as your family, your friends, um, and uh, books that you have and, and what you can put into that as well. Uh, the money section is just, you know, how much money can you put into this every week for marketing, for advertising, for maybe hiring virtual assistants or partners and people to work with um, and go through that to see, kind of narrow what, what's realistic for you and your goals um, to, to do that. So for me, I, I generally like just wholesaling property, which is just finding a a run-down, beaten-up, ugly property that, you know, maybe homeless people don't even want to live in. And, <laughs> and, and negotiate with the, uh, with the homeowner and help get that off to an investor who is willing, who does have the time, the energy, the resources, the money to fix it and make it nice and make it really what it should be uh, for the community and for the neighborhood. Um, I've done that a few times and I was very successful with a few and I failed miserably on a few others. Um, but at the end of the day, I learned for me, I don't enjoy it as much as I should and as much as I want to. So if it's going to take time away from spending with my family and my kids, I'm, I'm not going to do that. But uh, for me, wholesaling is, you know, just finding a great deal. We all love sales, right? So when, when real estate's throwing a sale, I want to be there. No, definitely. Um, no, definitely. That sounds really cool. So where did you write anything? Do you have a website where you've written something about this term? Uh, I reference it in a couple of my books. Uh, I'm on Amazon uh, worldwide. So any uh, country your listeners might be in or people around, just uh, go into Amazon. You can search Matt Maloof, M-A-T-T-M-A-L-O-U-F. Um, I have a series on short-term rental success stories from the edge that uh, talk about the term analysis a little bit as it relates to short-term rentals and such. Um, this should give you some ideas and, and hopefully uh, help some people out with that. Right. Um, okay. So how many books have you written in total? Uh, I've got about seven out there right now. Wow. Uh, about 
four that I've co-authored and another three that I've written myself. And, you know, again, I, I went through and did the term analysis for, for each one. Um, so hint, hint, that's why I kind of did the uh, short series uh, success stories as a compilation story so I could get a, a lot of co-authors and a lot of people to tell their story in their words in a relatively short amount of time with uh, minimal effort and resources and, and money to get that whole project out and just and just done and kind of tell the stories that need to be told to hopefully inspire some some young small business owners to either start or, or move up in in uh, property investing short-term rentals uh, or lets and uh, just real estate investing in general Fabulous. That sounds interesting. Um, but then how, how did you, I can't even speak properly because I'm just flabbergasted. Like you've got so many side hustles yet you've had the time to write seven books. Where did you, or how did you materialize the time? Uh, well, the first book was in 2009 and I had, you know, I had a lot of help. I had uh, a little bit more resources, money available at the time. Uh, to put into that to hire an editor and work with a, a copywriter and, and editor to really kind of figure it out because I had no idea outside of I just wanted to write a book and make it about uh, investing in, in foreclosures and helping people find foreclosures uh, as a great deal and um, I started with that and was like you know I kind of like this whole process it's, it's kind of neat to put down some of your stories and to think about uh, what you could share, where you could help people out. And uh, kind of also helps me focus on, on getting my operating procedures for my business down. And uh, I kind of started writing and outlining a bunch of different books for a while, but just didn't really do anything with it. You know, just kind of one of those projects you're like, Oh yeah, I'd like to do this. And you start and then you just, you know how it just kind of teeters off and, mm just kind of sits there on your computer for a while. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk lately. On Who's that? He's a motivational speaker. He's pretty popular here in the U.S. Um, where he basically just got up and started a, a video YouTube channel and blog posts from, uh, from scratch and just started doing it every day. And, it's, uh, you know, it brought me back to my term analysis workbook. A little bit of time each day, you know, can result in, in big things in, after a, a couple of months and a couple of years. So I just decided to get off my butt and put a little each day and just focus for one hour each day on this project for a couple of years and um, just started putting it together. Uh, you know, there's going to be uh, haters and, and trolls. There's going to be people that, that don't believe in you and things, but, you know, it's something I wanted to do. And I wanted to have it on my bucket list. I wanted to have uh, a project and a, and a legacy for, for my kids and something they can look back on to say, you know, did all this part-time just on the side a couple hours each day here and there as he could. And it, uh, you know, before I know it, okay, one is ready, another's ready. Okay, I just got to get help to clean this one up. And, uh, you know, they started coming a lot faster and furious this year. Yeah. Um, but it's been a lot of work the last, you know, two years to, to set it up and to get the right editors, graphic designers and uh, proofreaders and things uh, in line to, to get it all going. But, you know, the stars don't have to always be lined up perfectly. And, you know, could they be better? Eh, probably. But there are still some great stories and great information that I know will benefit, uh, benefit people. So I'm, I'm happy with that. And I'm proud, proud of that. And, uh, 
going to work on a, a few more. Sounds interesting. You definitely should be proud. So I'm curious though, um, how did you get into rights and all the, no scratch that, how did you get into property investment? Because that's not your day job. Um, you know, I, when I lived closer to Long Beach, California, uh, back in the day, I'd see houses that, uh, that were kind of junky and run down. And I was, you know, I'd see them for, for months and months and years and think, you know, why doesn't somebody fix that up and, and make it nice? The rest of the block is, you know, it's a decent working class neighborhood. Why wouldn't people, somebody want to do that? And this was before the whole, like all the real estate fix up shows and all of that got real popular. Uh, and such and it was just like you know how would I find who owns that property if it's always vacant and it's it's run down nobody can even live there so um, I, for me I love to research I love to hunt and search and find things you know Google uh, was still in its infancy this is back when like you know America Online was like the big thing and uh, and Yahoo and all um, so I yeah, knocked on a lot of uh, real estate agent doors. I went to escrow offices. I went to title companies. Um, but because I was a, a real estate outsider, I didn't have a license or anything. Nobody really wanted to share information with me. So I went to get my real estate license and kind of work on that. I meet more people within the, in the industry, become a more of an industry insider, um, and just figure out, you know, if I wanted to fix this house up, um, because the first uh, property I ever bought for myself was a condominium. It was kind of small and it's very plain and old and dated, but I got a good deal on it and, you know, spent a couple years living in it and fixing it up, uh, fixing it up myself and with some help from friends and family. And, you know, I enjoyed it. It was fun, but I wouldn't necessarily want to do that all the time. And so I kind of learn what I like and, you know, more importantly, what, what I didn't like. And I yeah. think that's kind of key for a lot of people is kind of figure out what you don't like. So you can focus on what you do like and you, what you do, what you do like, you enjoy it and you know, it'll be fruitful for you and it'll be satisfying and rewarding. So that's kind of how I got into it. it was just curiosity and more curiosity. And then I got sucked down the rabbit hole and was just like, you know, this is kind of fun scouting them out and find it's like a it's like a treasure hunt really yeah where you know there's there's all this gold hidden in plain sight and you just have to kind of open your open your eyes and open your mind to the possibility of what could be mm. and it gets you to think of, of positivity and possibility and i like that so i just kind of went, went with that and kind of sucked me in and i, I tried some some deals that worked great and Others that didn't, but I, I got to know what I really liked. I think that's important. Right. Okay. So, you know, um, you've been doing this for a while and then you've gone and you've written seven books. In terms of, you know, okay, before I even go there, self-published or with a publisher, how did you publish your books? Uh, the first one I went with a, a publisher because I didn't, I didn't know anything and I wanted some help. So I went with a publisher for the first one, my foreclosure home buying secrets. Uh, the rest of them I've all self-published and just kind of, again, studied it and researched it along the way, tried it out. Um, Amazon has really made it a lot easier the last two or three years, especially. Mm. Uh, when I tried to self-publish about six years ago, it was, there was just so many hidden quirks and things that you, know, you had to figure out that I just didn't have the time or, or energy for. So I just uh, kind of let it fall and... Um, 
kept working on the outlines for some of the book projects that I had and things that I had and just kind of grew those and was a little discouraged for a bit on, uh, on getting the books published, but then uh, kind of researching again recently on how, how much easier Amazon has made it and then the use of virtual assistants to help you out and fill in the gaps of what you don't know or what you're not good at um, really helped, has really helped a lot. And I'd suggest and advise anybody who thinks they might have a book in them to just go for it. Uh, Amazon has made it so easy around the world now to, to do that. That, um, yeah, you know, share your stories, share your knowledge, share, you know, what you might want to might have or do. Okay. So you're seven books down the line now. What do you know now that you know for a fact you didn't know when you started or you wish you knew when you started, what five things? Let's do five things. Um, I'd say one is these are a lot, I don't want to say easier, but it's simpler than what you might think. You know, I, I overcomplicated the property investing process in my head more so than anything and the self-publishing book um, process in my head a little more than, than, uh, than I should have. So I'd say most things in life are simpler than what they appear. Yeah. Uh, the, the second thing is to, you know, just realize, look, I'm going to stumble a bit, going to make some mistakes, just roll with it. You know, once I got over the fear of just um, making a mistake and okay, you know, it is what it is and it's not, you know, a world ender, we'll go with it um, to just take, jump over that hurdle. Yeah. Um, that uh, process with anything is important. Uh, you know, there, there is a certain process and learning it can be fun. So embrace uh, the fun. But, you know, learn the process for a successful uh, property investment venture, the process for um, a successful uh, self-published book. And, you know, go with the process. You know, it's, it's there for a reason and just uh, kind of go with it. I don't try and think why does Amazon want it like this? Why do they do it like that? Why, you know, just, okay, it is what it is and, uh, you know, go with it. Um, and then the fifth one, just enjoy it, you know, have fun. Mm. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really not the best writer in the world. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy writing and, you know, making outlines and, and putting things down. It helps me concentrate, it helps me focus. It helps me a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, just have fun with it. You know, I, I work on it uh, when I have the time and energy for it and while I'm enjoying it. And as soon as the writing becomes sort of a bear, I just put it down and let it go. I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up later um, and do that. And as long as I'm enjoying it, you know, it makes it easier to do. And, you know, hopefully that, that passion comes through um, with some of, the, uh, some of the other little mistakes or things that might happen, whether it's formatting or, or something. So yeah. um, I try and do it a little different, you know. I, zig where everyone zags and zag where everyone zigs and just uh you know try not to be different for different sake but just you know be true to yourself and the flavor and the style that you like and that you enjoy um you know some of my my uh, book covers are, are a little odd looking because i went with a, a like a collage effort with the co-authors where everybody sort of puts in uh pictures of their short-term rentals or 
um, what the success means to them, like a little collage. And it, yeah, it's, it's a little different, but it, it's cool. It's representative of, of, of my style, of our style, the authors that I attracted, and um, the project itself. So the people I think that you know, will give the, the book a chance and the projects a chance, you know, we'll, we'll gain the most out of it. Yeah. So you stay true to yourself and whatever it is that you do. Which you know, which is what makes uh, your virtual cafe conversation so enjoyable and so easy to to listen to and go through because it's yeah, it's just friendly chit chat. Yeah, you know, everyone likes honest and true. Well, I like to have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Same here, as you can probably tell. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, um, what's your website? How can people reach you? Are you on Facebook? Are you on Twitter? Where are you? How can people find you? I'm on Facebook and Twitter at Matt Best Selling. So uh, you can just search those. Um, and on clarity.fm slash Matt Maloof uh, is uh, my consulting website where I take uh, consultations and such through. Um, and uh, obviously on Amazon. You can just search my name as an author and uh, most of my books should kind of pop up there. And, you know, any, any feedback you have, you know, I'd always, always love to hear um, what people have to say or what they have to think or how it's helped them Mm. and such. It kind of helps keep me inspired to keep them going or, you know, if they have suggestions, I always love to hear suggestions and stories and things that people might be interested in and such. Um, and yeah, anybody likes to likes to chat. Obviously, I'd love to chat. <laughs> spell how do you spell your last name, please? Uh, Maloof, M A L O U F, like Frank. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So M A. Okay. Perfect. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure, you know, having you on the show and you know chatting with you. Any final words of wisdom? Any final things you want people to know? Uh, just, you know, ha- have fun with whatever you do in life, you know, whether it's work, it's side hustles, it's family, travel, adventure, and, you know, keep, keep true to yourself and your style. Hmm. So if it, you know, if it doesn't mix match so well, just, you know, it's who you are. Hmm. Enjoy it. Random question. And I'm just, yeah. so with all the side hustles and things, you know, What's the last book, fiction book, you read for pleasure, just for yourself? Um, I put you on the spot, didn't I? Yeah, it's uh, God, it's been been a while. I've been, read a lot of a lot of nonfiction. The I started actually, I started War God uh, a couple months ago, and I kind of let it go. Um, by Graham Hancock. Hmm. I, it's kind of a. a Fiction based off of the fall of the Mayan and Aztec empires hmm. and such. It's really thick. It was a lot thicker book than I thought when I ordered it, but uh, it's, it's really, really been, uh, really been an interesting read so far. I'm only about 100 pages into a 700-page Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, it was a little thicker than I thought it would be, but um, it was, yeah, I, I love – um, ancient cultures, ancient history, ancient technology and, and things. And, you know, how we built some of these great monuments and megaliths that we built, you know, thousands of years ago. And, you know, anything that, that we can put down now that can still be around 
five, 10, 15,000 years from now is, it was an impressive feat. And so I, I'm always interested in, you know, the, the logistics and the coordination of, you know, how did they manage this project? How did they, you know, resource the stone, cut them, take the measurements, you know, all of those sorts of things that, that uh, just, I don't know, I just, I just personally find fascinating. So this was a, a fiction book that kind of related to um, the fall of the Aztec empire Interesting. Uh, back in the day. And it kind of intertwines um, some historical references of some of their kings and war gods and how they did uh, worship and their religion and such. So, and it's kind of the, for the foretelling prophecy of their, of their fall. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to try that. Yeah. No, sounds good. Sounds good. Well, all the best 700 pages, you know, those day, the day, the last time I used to enjoy reading books, like that was when I was a teenager. Um, when I then got put out in the real world, right. Facing reality. I've just not had time to read that much, you know, any book that size. well, no, actually, no. Yes. No. Since I've been in reality, I think the last paperback book that I read was by Stephen King, the Dark Tower series before. And I don't know, I've been seeing on TV this Dark Tower series, um, and I don't know if it's the Stephen King book, but yeah, that was the last one I read. Okay, yeah, you know, I've, some of my friends have, have highly recommended those to me, and I, I, I kind of want to start it, but it's like one of those things I might enjoy it and spend too much time reading those and let other things go. It's kind of, you know, I want to start reading them, but I don't, because it might be, you know, one of those, one of those things that, that's too good that you just don't get sucked in and absorbed in and some other projects sort of. Yes. Sort of that's why since I left university, I haven't really gotten swamped into reading as much um, as I would like, just because I've just not had the time. It was the one by Stephen King. I don't know if this Dark Tower series that I've been hearing about on TV recently is still the same one, but for me, it was so good, right? And I will be the first person to say that I am cheap. I am a cheap mommy, right? And so also I was at university, right? To go to the bookstore, to go and pay, right? Rather than go to like the pound shop or the bookshop, you know, like where, like in the UK, we, you know, in hospitals, you've got friends like charity where they sell books for like a pound. Um, yeah. Rather than do that, I went to the bookstore and bought it brand new. Wow. That, that was, that, I invented in Stephen King, right? But yeah, that was how good the books were to me. But hey, you know, they got to allocate your resources somehow, and that's you know <laughs> yeah, that's what's important. You got to you know, got to have it. I was going to ask you this question, and I got distracted. What's the difference between resources and money? Because I always thought that money was a resource. Um, resources more, you know, your your time is a resource. Your energy is a resource. Um, Resource I see in this terminology is more of like your support system. You know, how much resources can you get from your friends and your family? Like if you needed a favor or you needed some help, you know, how, how much might they be there available to help you? Either, um, you know, I find a property a hundred miles away from my house, but it's near my cousin. You know, would she spend the time to go look at it and take some pictures for me? Something like that. Ah. Um, or, you know, money is obviously a resource, but, you know, what sort of um, resources are free to, you know, as far as going to the, uh, the library to read more about real estate investing or property investing, you know, that obviously is a resource that takes a lot of time, but no money. So it's, um, I, I look at it as more of your support system. 
you know, how much support system you have that can help you achieve your, your dreams, your hopes, your goals, your projects, uh, mm -hmm. educate and such. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense now. Cause when you started and I was like, why isn't money a resource as well? Um, yes. Yes. Oh. Money is a resource, but I, I put it specifically and there's this whole little, um, uh, squares within a square thing that I do when I'm actually consulting and talking to people about trying to figure out how to really boil down to what's the few small little tweaks that we can do to get the biggest bang for your buck, get the biggest adjustment and results that you want to see in your life, you know, whatever that is. Okay. And so. if people wanted to connect with you to do some consulting? Uh, oh, clarity.fm slash Matt Maloof. I'm right there. You can book me through there. You can send me a message and we can um, do that on Skype or WhatsApp or, you know, whatever's easiest. Okay. Well, perfect. It's been an absolute pleasure um, having you on the show. Uh, but we've come to that time of the day where I have to kick you out. I have to kick him uh, out. That's, a, that's okay. You know, we'll do, we'll do it again sometime soon. It'll be, it'll be fun. Yes. Thanks for, for hanging out and uh, glad. It's always nice to have a new friend across the pond. Yes, definitely, right? See, the, my virtue cafe just, you know, means that I never run out of people to talk to when I'm poor. So I always have someone fresh, someone new, someone interesting to find out something and hopefully learn something new as well. So at least from you today, I've learned, you know, that you should go and look for rundown properties that even the homeless people don't want and then try and fix it up. <laughs> if you can, yeah. If that's what uh, would interest you and you have the term for it, you know, by all means, go for it. Fabulous. Well, everybody, it's the Shagilola Salami Show, um, and I will catch you all again sometime soon. Take care now. Bye. Awesome. Cheers.